long break. Um, life got really, really busy with uh, jiu-jitsu and, and uh, getting ready for bow season for hunting. Um, I apologize for the, uh, for the absence, so to speak. But anyway, um, back, I'm going to try and kick out a couple podcasts tonight and delay them so that they come out in proper time. And, and again, I, I apologize for the delay. So let's get started. Uh, Jiu-Jitsu is going very, very well. And um, again, we are moving forward. Now, I've been off of Jiu-Jitsu for two weeks. I miss it. But uh, I've been off for two weeks due to uh, elk opener August 25th and uh, a couple days before that taken off and, and getting the trailer set up out where we hunt and getting some scouting in and, and, uh, and getting ready to go. Now, um, we, are, uh, uh, we are believers in, in harvesting wild animals ethically, legally, and by the best means possible. Um, we are very fortunate to have some private land that we get to hunt, and we hunted it. So it went, um, it went very well. And um, uh, needless to say, we, um, um, you know, we, so far we've gotten one elk on the ground. Uh, we needed to come back and process that elk right away, though, so the meat didn't go bad. Um, so what does it take? for a heart transplant patient to be able to go out and hunt for elk and what what is involved in in say hunting for elk or or hunting for big game um i think a lot of people are under the impression you just kind of walk out into a field and and uh you know pull a trigger and and bang you have food for the year well that's not how it works so um ethically speaking uh, the way that my bow is set up, I can take an ethical shot up to in about 50 yards. I practice a few times a week with my bow. Um, we use a, uh, a Rage X uh, tip. It's a mechanical. Um, I've heard lots of stories back and forth about mechanical and non-mechanical. Uh, I love these these mechanical blades. I find that they um, they they really really enable us to uh, you know kill the animal very very quickly, which is which is ideal, um, much quicker than a the bear or the wolves or the coyotes in, in the area would do it. So, um, so I, I I'm I'm going to get this disclaimer out of the way right away, right at the top of the podcast here, and then and then we'll go from there. If, for anybody who doesn't believe in hunting or anything, I, I apologize. This is probably not the podcast. This particular podcast won't be the podcast for you to listen to um, because I, I am going to be discussing hunting. I'm going to be discussing the training and the uh, the type of things that I that I consider when I'm getting ready to go out for an elk hunt as well or a uh, we hunt for deer, bear, and moose. And um, uh, some of those seasons are very, very limited. So it's a very, very crammed up three to four weeks. And um, we expel a lot of energy. We, it's, it's a lot of effort. It's very, very difficult. And um, um, we enjoy filling our freezer with, uh, with organic meat provided to us by, 
by Mother Nature and and uh, and that. So so it's 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 really important to us to to be able to do that. Um, so um, as everybody knows, I'm 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 pretty active uh, year round, and I've noticed a couple very different things this year though with my elk hunting. First off, um, my bow is is uh, tightened right up and. I have way more ease of pulling the bow back. Um, I'm very comfortable now, and, and my my bullet my bow is set to about I think it's about 68 or 69 pounds is where I have it set. It's maxed out at 70. So um, I find when it completely maxed, it doesn't. Uh, it's it, I, I just find that it, it it doesn't pull back as nice. It doesn't shoot as nice. So I've got it set down a little bit. Uh, I run a, a Bowtech Icon Carbon with a five arrow quiver and I'm running a, I don't know the name of the site. It's not a bad site um, for, for a guy who's a bit of an amateur and I run a wrist release so it, it hangs off my wrist. The clothing I wear, I wear Sitka clothing because it breathes and it keeps me dry um, I have a real issue with getting chills when I'm out in the bush and I have so I the Sitka stuff takes that away and it's all it's all weatherproof so that that works out really good as well um, it's it's expensive but we save up for it and uh, and go from there um, we, I, I do a lot of practicing with the mouth calls and the bugles, and um, that's a way for us to, to help, um, you know, call the elk in and stuff like that. It's, it's really, really, really difficult, though. And um, for the, you know, 100 hours minimum that I've spent in the bush, we've, we've harvested one elk. So that's... That's just to go. That's that's just to show you how how very difficult that it that that elk hunting all hunting is very very difficult. Even with a rifle, it's very very difficult. But um, we uh, so what I I my jujitsu training and my um, basically the the training I was doing for jitsu for jujitsu was was massively helping me out for. The train I was going to need for bow hunting. Uh, my pack probably weighs in around 30, 35 pounds, and I carry a lot of stuff around with me. So I carry um, game bags. So if we if we drop an animal, we can um, we can get that animal cleaned up and put it into a a, a bag that's not going to allow any bacteria or flies to get in because the temperature is warm at some points during the day. And if we get these, if we get the meat into these bags. It keeps the meat really clean. Okay, so we're not, you know, we're we're not getting sick basically from eating this meat. And, and um, I'm a real, real firm believer that if you're going to uh, take an animal for a harvest, and and you're you're going to be eating that animal, um, if you've taken that animal's life, then then you need to treat it with the respect that it des that it deserves. And that's why I, I buy those specific game bags. So we harvest the heart, um, the liver, and all usable meat, including the neck. 
so I take the neck off and, and, and all that. Um, and uh, the tongue, yeah, heart, liver, tongue, and um, and then all the, you know, the tenderloins and the, the back strap, um, front and rear quarters. And we pack, we had to pack this one out. We packed it out on our back. So we have, um, we have backpacks that, that we use for, for strapping these on our back. Um, there's, there's a lot of black bears around where we're doing it and stuff like that. So there's, it's nice to have two people when you've got your head down in an animal because, you know, you're trying to work quickly as well. So this is where it all kind of starts to come into play a bit because anybody who's a heart transplant patient knows that um, we can get, you know, we can get tired or, or uh, you know, things are more difficult with us having that vagus nerve cut. Um, you know, some of our pills that we're on cause different issues and all that sort of stuff. So a few of the things I do to avoid that, that sort of thing, I, I use uh, the liquid IV to keep myself hydrated and I carry two plus liters of water around with me. Um, now I don't do any cleaning with gloves because when I'm done, I carry uh, hand sanitizer with me and I have enough water where I can wash my hands. Um, and you know what? I, I kind of have to be honest here. I'm really not considering that animal to be dirty. Um, now, if I cut myself or something like that, let's say when I'm, when I'm uh, you know, skinning the animal or getting the animal prepped, then yes, I will, you know, I'll put some alcohol on it or whatever, what, whatever we use now, polysporin or whatever, and um, a peroxide, and I'll get it cleaned up. But again, uh, this is not a, an area where I'm, I'm hugely concerned now. What I do do though is I do check for ticks and I check for uh, anything else. Um, I try and check the animal when I'm doing that. Uh, in some cases, if in this case here, this animal had to be quartered out and and cleaned up properly and stuff out in the bush. Now, if I was able to get this this animal say back to my truck, um, then we would do it a little bit a little bit differently. Where you know we would I would keep my hands a lot cleaner, but I wasn't able to do that. And I'm not too worried about it. These these animals are not um, domestic animals that are that are living in filth and, and all that sort of stuff. These animals are clean. Um, they're out in the wild. They're very clean and uh, um, you know very you know uh, yeah. I mean they're they're just they're clean. It's it's not like you're working in a farmer's pig pen or something like that. That's you know full of feces and and, and that. It's 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 a pretty uh, it's a it's a pretty excellent sight to be on. So. Um, now, um, one of the issues of course is, is packing the meat out. This is an area where, um, you know, I think anybody needs to be in shape to throw anywhere from 50 to a hundred plus pounds into a backpack and throw it on their back. I don't know what our weight in at. I'm, I'm going to say that it's probably somewhere around, I don't know, 60 plus pounds. It doesn't really matter. And then the other thing you're doing is you're gonna you're gonna be carrying this this heavy pack out of the bush. Now let's keep in mind that there's not a you know a concrete walk or anything like that. You're going up and down and over trees and and, and all that sort of thing. Um, you need to have your you know your your legs in, in good shape and you need to have your ankles strong and and uh, you need to have a steady supply of water to keep yourself hydrated. And um, it's hard work. And what I, again, what I do is I, I do the rowing machine, I do the cross trainer, 
uh, jiu-jitsu uh, three to five times a week. And that enables me to be able to have the energy and, and, and have the fitness all year. I have to do that. The fitness to be able to, you know, if, if I drop an animal, I know that I can get that animal out. And there are cases where I don't drop an animal. Let's say if I'm fortunate enough to run in one and get one into a special position or whatever, where I don't take that animal because I'm, I'm thinking it might be way too much work to get that animal out, or maybe I'm not going to be successful getting that animal out of the bush and, and, and I'm not interested in wasting any, any meat or any animal. So, um, I, we, we eat well. Okay. So especially with the trailer I have, um, I, I'm not on a diet when I'm out there. Um, we are hiking five plus K a day up and down through the bush, through tall grass. It's with a pack on and carrying a bow. So, um, it's, you know, it's, it's a lot of work and, and it's, it's excellent exercise, but this is, this is not the time to be losing weight or trying to be on a diet. This is a time to give your body all the fuel that it needs. So we, uh, use dehydrated meals that I, that I buy. Um, and they are, you know, they're, they're rather high in sodium. They're, they're very high in protein. And I eat those, I eat those dehydrated meals because, um, as I'm, you know, getting my water into me and everything else, uh, they're going to keep that water in because dehydration for me is an issue when I'm out in the bush. So I've constantly, you know, like I said, with the liquid IV and I get those leg cramps and stuff from the, from the tack. So I'm, I'm, I'm always looking at, uh, hydration, how to keep water in me. Cause I, when I'm out there, I'm, I'm not kidding. I'm peeing constantly. Um, if, if my water levels up and, and as soon as I'm not peeing constantly I make sure that I start taking more water in because the last thing I want to do is get dehydrated now there are a lot of ups and downs uh trekking poles um this is not something I would suggest you do in the first few months coming out because your chest is still going to be pretty you know weak because you just had it opened up um but you know for a lot of people out there organic meat and everything else this is certainly uh, organic meat uh, these animals are are 100% wild, so they are not drugged or or anything in in, in any way, and uh, um, I think that's that's really important to keep in mind. So um, even the week before coming in, um, I'm you know I'm I'm keeping calories. Now I I ate a lot of calories when I was out there. I came back. I was still the same weight as when I left. Um, and we were gone for six days, first run. I've been back for two days because of wind and, and that, and I'm hoping to get beyond my way back out tomorrow. Now, if, depending, I, my wife still has a couple weeks holidays, so, or still has till the end of the week's holidays. Now, if she, uh, if she doesn't decide that she really wants to do anything with that, then I'm going to be heading back out in the bush hunting. If she does decide... I'm hoping that uh, maybe we can do something with Lily, but Lily's got her first day of school tomorrow, so we'll take off on Friday maybe. But tomorrow I'm gonna there's I've got a spot locally where I can hunt, and uh, hopefully maybe I'll I'll get uh, I'll be blessed and, and get an animal there. Um, with the bow, uh, you need to set the bow of, of course appropriately, and um, you need to be proficient with it. So you need to find out, especially if you're a transplant, heart transplant patient, you know, where you've had that chest opened up or, um, 
You know, probably kidney too, because you know they they, they kind of beat up your your abdominal muscles there. Um, you need to make sure that you can you can pull that bow back properly, and sometimes you need to be able to pull that bow back in an uncomfortable position. So keep that in mind, and you need to practice. You need to be really proficient with that bow um, in order to get those. I had a couple incidents where. Um, my arrows weren't flying properly and I, I actually, I've just got back from the range again tonight where I've been working on getting this issue fixed because, um, in some cases I'm all over the place. So I, I didn't have my anchor point properly and I wasn't concentrating on that anchor point. I've repaired that now a couple nights in a row where I'm back on bullseye at 60 yards. So, so I'm happy with that. Um, and, and, uh, tomorrow again, I'll do the same thing. Now, when I go out tomorrow locally, I'll shoot a couple arrows before I, I head out to make sure that I'm 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 on I'm on speed, right? Um, one of the first things I did was I smoked the neck. Uh, we brought it in. Now we didn't hang the animal. The animal went immediately. Um, we let the animal cool over for one night. Brought the animal in the next day and butchered it. Now that's another thing too when you're you know when you're packing up a trailer and then you're getting home and you're butchering and everything like that, um, you need to make sure that you're you're eating enough food and that you're you know you're you're ready to go because that's that's a long day, and luckily, luckily I I had help so so Jeannie was there to help and and we got um, all the roasts and all the steaks and everything done. We will do the grinding later because we have some moose downstairs and we have some deer downstairs that will that will grind up some of that we will actually make sausage out of um not a lot though we're not a big sausage group but we are a ground meat group so we'll we'll put all that stuff together um we'll have fresh hamburger you know so we'll we'll uh you know um and that'll be elk moose and deer uh both whitetail and muley and bear there'll be bear in there too and that's how we'll, we'll make all our burgers and spaghetti and, and all that sort of stuff. So, so we use as much of that animal as we possibly can. Um, now, I, I haven't done a backcountry hunt, so I'd, I don't really have any expertise or any information on that. I've, I did pay attention to my whoop band, and I paid attention to how I slept the night before. Some of the nights are kind of short, and the other day... I went to bed at, uh, this is one of the days, just yesterday, the day before, I went to bed at 9 o'clock at night and got up at 9.30 the next morning. So at some point, you know, the transplant aspect, you know, cancer aspect, that where you're really tired, you're going to have to, uh, you are going to have to recharge, you know, and, and get your stuff up. Now, that was good because I was able to get a couple business things taken care of, and now I'm, I'm ready to go back out and get back in the hunt again. The idea is, especially like when this COVID thing came up and, and um, you know, people were worried about what was going on with the meat in the store and everything like that. Well, the idea is, is for us to have enough meat to get us through the whole winter. And that's that's exactly what we're looking at and that's exactly what we're looking for. Um, and, uh, um, you know, and, and that's, that's why we do it. Um, I think it's, you know, I... The, the idea of, of, of having taken uh, taken an animal out of its out of its natural habitat, let's say, and, and uh, um, 
you know, and, and, and clean that animal up and everything, you know, the argument is you can just go buy it down at the store or whatever. But I have an issue with a lot of the meat at the store. Um, a lot the some of the issues I have is first off, there it's not ethical ethically like when you get into these um, industrial farming, so to speak, where they're you know the, the cattle and, and that they're 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 treated horribly. Now, along with the fact that they're being treated hor horribly, but the antibiotics and the drugs in their system and what they're fed and everything, it wreaks havoc on my system. Now, I have tried to, to, to eat mostly, uh, I don't know, lettuce. I don't know how else to put it. Um, it just doesn't work. Um, I'm never, I don't have enough energy. Uh, there's never enough food in my system, this, that, and everything else. So this is, this is the best for me. And um, this is the way I feel the best. Um, and this is certainly the, the, the way that I can eat where I'm, I'm not sick, um, where I'm not, you know, on the toilet the whole next day because, you know, the beef that, you know, that we cooked to medium and I don't have to cook wild meat to that. I, I can, you know, I can eat that wild meat, uh, medium rare. Um, and, and I, I, you know, you cook this meat to medium, whatever, and you're still like a half an hour later, you're on the bathroom and, and you know, it's, it's, it's not a good scene. My body just doesn't take to that. So that's one of the main reasons why, you know, we work so hard to get these animals. So, um, and, you know, I, I think it's something important to pass on. And, and I think with, uh, you know, with my wife being uh, first nation and, 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 you know, with that, uh, my son and the two girls are, are both, um, they both have First Nation in, in their blood as well. And I think that's part of their heritage. And I think it's important to to pass that on and, and, and see if they have an interest in them. Now, I never force anybody to come out hunting with me or do I give them a hard time. I Sure, I suggest it, but but um, I keep it to a pretty dull roar. Um, this, was, this was my wife's first hunt this year uh, with me and, and she did very, very well. Um, and uh, it was it was uh, it was a great experience. It's, it's of course it's not done yet. Uh, birds opened up this week, well today, and um, we're looking to get some you know some natural chickens and and geese and all that sort of stuff. So these are all the things that, that we really enjoy eating. Um, so that so far is is the first bow hunt uh, session of the of the year. Um, we dealt uh, we did some crazy hikes up and down. Um, some pretty steep hills and my uh, my heart was very very happy my body was very very happy I did get a lot of cramping the first night but that's to be expected um, but my my system was was on track and, and very happy my energy level was very high positive level was very high and um, you know, I was getting to the top of some of those hills, you know, with the pack on and everything else and, and you know, carrying the bow and everything. And uh, uh, I felt good. You know, I wasn't completely exhausted. I wasn't completely out of breath. So so I think that's that's really, really super important. So so that's a quick podcast there on, on how our first hunt went and some of the stuff that we did to, uh, to get to it. And uh, I hope everybody's doing well. And I'm going to, I'm going to do a couple more and try and time release these and see if I can figure that out. Uh, thank you everybody for listening. I hope everybody's doing well and, um, uh, God bless. Take care. Have a good night.